0: everyone. Welcome to the Elements of Money, the show where we talk about everyone's favorite topic, money. I'm Carrie, and I'll be your host. If you plan to go to college but need financial aid, you'll love today's show. For anyone who's ever looked into financial aid, you know how overwhelming it can seem. From the FAFSA to Pell Grants to campus-based aid programs, where do you even start? Well, to make things easy, and because our show isn't three hours long, we're going to focus on the big one, the FAFSA, also known as the Free Application for Student Aid. It's how you request aid from the government. Even if you don't think you'll qualify for federal financial help, apply for it, because you never know. And just to clarify, when I say FAFSA, I'm referring to the application itself, not the aid. But you knew that. We're talking about the FAFSA this month for a couple of reasons. First, the government recently made changes that make filling out the FAFSA easier. The application has over 100 questions about your parents' finances to determine how much aid you can get. That's not the easy part. Under the old rules, you had to enter info from their most recent tax returns, which was hard because the FAFSA should be submitted as close to January 1st as possible, and tax returns aren't due until April. In other words, you and your parents had to guess what their income was and then correct the FAFSA application later, once their tax returns were filed. It held up the whole process and was just annoying for everyone involved. But under the new rules, you can now submit tax return information from two years ago. The rules go into effect next year, so if you're entering college in 2016, the old rules still apply. But if you're starting in 2017, you can submit your parents' income from 2015. No more having to guess income, update forms, and delay finding out if you're getting the aid you need. The other big reason we're talking about the FAFSA right now is that you can submit it starting January 1st. And you should definitely turn it in as early as possible, because the amount of funds available for aid are limited. So we covered federal assistance, but what about other kinds of financial aid? That's coming up next. Okay, we're all aware that the government awards money for college, but I want to give you some tips on tapping other resources for financial aid you might not have heard of. First of all, apply for state aid. A lot of people don't realize that their own state offers money to college-bound students. Some programs are based on grades and test scores, while others target achievers from ethnically diverse backgrounds or special groups like law enforcement. But all of them require you to file the FAFSA. See, you can't escape it. Next tip, research schools that offer free tuition. Yes, free tuition. To offset their high cost, some private colleges provide freshmen with a full scholarship. The catch is that financial aid may only last one year, and private colleges can be ridiculously expensive. But a free year may be the break you need. Finally, if you're not exactly an honor roll student, don't think you can't get financial aid. A lot of scholarships are available for people who have special experience with community service, leadership, arts, and more. Still with me? Good, because now it's time for 10 Second Savings. If you're a fan of Less Is More, we present 10 Second Savings, a quick savings tip read by a different guest every month. Hit it! Hey everyone, I'm Caroline from All Saints in Bay City, Michigan, and here's my quick tip. When you're applying for financial aid and scholarships, keep all of your applications organized. With a few tweaks, you might be able to reuse one essay or form from multiple submissions. Love it! Thanks so much! Well, that just about wraps it up for us. Remember, if you're asking for financial aid for college, Fill out the FAFSA early and review the rules on tax returns. For more tips on financial aid, scholarships, and other money topics, visit us online at elementsofmoney.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did. Until next time, for the Elements of Money, I'm Carrie. Thanks for listening. The Elements of Money podcast is designed for information only and is not intended as professional financial advice. Listeners are encouraged to check and confirm the information with professional sources information you have heard in this podcast is the opinion of its authors and not necessarily the opinion of your credit union the elements podcast is copyright 2015 by subcat inc all rights reserved no part of this podcast may be reproduced or transcribed without prior written permission of subcat inc